Hello and welcome to the Same Shit Different Day podcast. I am your host, Sacramento. We have a great show for you guys today. Uh, But just before we get into that, I wanted to do a quick introduction of what this show is, uh, what we talk about on this show. And it's it's really a big genre of things uh, from sports to politics, movies to science, animals to video games. Basically shit we like to talk about on different days. Um, Anyways, I wanted to compare today. I wanted to compare two football clubs, Wrexham FC and Manchester United. Just a quick disclaimer already, if uh, if you haven't already seen Welcome to Wrexham, we will be talking about some things from the show, but uh, let's get into it. Um, let To be completely honest, never heard of them until Daddy Ryan Reynolds and stepdaddy Rob McKilney uh, became the new owners of the club, and you know that really caught a lot of the attention of uh, the press, people in Wales, and just you know, the whole world almost, of, of, of the whole world of football, you know. And with all that attention on these two Hollywood superstars, the main question was why Wrexham? Why are you choosing a club that, you know, used to have a great, a great, you know, just record of them and, and now they've fallen down the pecking order and playing in the National League? And they made it very clear in the shows that their ambitions are to get Wrexham back into the Premier League. And it shows off where Wrexham is as soon as they take over. And it's just they've been in turmoil for the past years, just going down the pecking order in the league, going from different coach, them not trusting the the new owners and, you know, it's the rinse and repeat with Wrexham. They, they kept having an issue, not trusting the owners, losing games and, you know, new coaches. And we see that clearly in, in, in the show. They have the last game of the season. They failed to make the playoffs. And they failed to get promotion. And again, with their ambitions... They knew something had to change. They looked at that club and they sacked the coach. They let go of 11 players. And notably, one of the players that they let go had a red card his last game. That's got to be hard for for a player and a person. Um, you know, everyone around, the coaches, the players, just, you know, new, new, co- new owners come in and you weren't able to prove to them why you should stay on there. And they just, they all just got cut. And that's a very intense thing to see, you know, just cameras on you. And it's, it's an incredible documentary and I highly recommend you watch it. If you've seen all or nothing on, on Amazon prime, all those Juventus city, Arsenal, uh, Tottenham, this documentary compared to those is miles above it they did such a great job filming everything from point a to point b a to z everything is included on what was going on and it really got you in depth of what happens when you know new owners take over a club it's not easy it, it there's a lot of hard decisions that these people had to make um and it makes for some great tv now, the reason I wanted to compare Wrexham and Manchester United is because 
United is going through a similar situation. Now, they don't have new owners, yes, but the owners and the fans have the same issue. The fans don't trust the owners. They don't believe that they are in there for the right reasons. Now, the owners do spend money. They do invest in this club. But it'd be like saying if you have a realtor and you tell this realtor, I want to look at these houses within this range. And I believe that they are great houses for, for, for myself. This is something I want to live in. But then your realtor says, no, let's look at these houses or I can get you these houses. But it doesn't fit, you know, to what you like. It's not to your personality. And if you look at United and their signings in the past, not not currently under Eric Ten Hag, you know, that's, uh, we'll get into that later. But in the past, it was just out of nowhere. Panic signings, big signings, just to get attention, just, just, just to get t-shirt sales. And when you look at Wrexham and you look at Rob, and 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 Ryan, they're not just there to pump money into the club to receive money. They are there to be part of the story, part of the history. They want to see it succeed. Versus the Glazers family uh, on the United side, you only see them one time a game, or you see them when they're taking dividends out of the club. You know that's not what they want. You know that's not what they're asking for. They want to see from the tip. The, from the tip top, they want to see that care for the club because they haven't seen it for years. To them, it's just been, to the fans, they see the Glazers as they're just pumping money out of Manchester United. Yet Again, yes, we go back to the point that they have spent money, a lot of money, big wages, but they haven't been smart about it. If, if they brought in the right players... They backed the coaches. No fan would ever question how much money you're giving them because if you're you're showing that compassion, that passion for the club and doing the right things, who, who's going to argue with you? Now, the start of a new season, new coach, new signings again. The fans are no longer questioning the signings, but they are done with these owners. They want these owners out. They are tired of it, and they want to see someone who who does show that care and doesn't just show up once a game, you know, and just taking dividends. That's that's all we see from the Glazer family. So the fa- uh, the fans are, seems like they are united in, in the same decision, um, but how much will it take for the, the Glazers to let go? So we, we are to be patient and to see the outcomes are on both of these, clubs trying to make it back to their glory with Wrexham trying to make it back to the Premier League. We have United trying to get back on the top of the Premier League, you know, winning trophies, what they're made out of, what their whole history is, you know, uh, winning the Premier League, getting back into the Champions League competing. So we'll see how this season turns out. And I personally will be following both to see their progression and compare and contrast it again at the end of the season, mid season, or just whenever we, we come back to the subject again, if there's something breaking, but, um, you know, with that on hand, now we can also go back to what was at the weekends. Um, so of course, both teams played on Saturday. Um, 
Southampton versus Manchester United. 0-1. Um, Hard-fought point for United. Bruno Fernandes with... Uh, with the goal and looking at their goal it's it's very much training training ground goal this is something that you see them run many times and execute a lot of times you see bruno fernandez is that executing midfielder to do the final final touch uh, for for the team and we'll see more about that with their new signing as well anthony uh from ajax big hefty fee ajax finally left him go um, we'll see how he does there. Martinez has settled in well. Uh, Malasia has settled in well. Uh, Casemiro, maybe he'll be doing his starting position next game. Hopefully to replace McDominay. Um, Ericsson's been playing well. Like again, these signings now with the, the new coach, they are to the coach's philosophy. And the fans are really putting the pressure on 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 the CEOs to make sure that they are going in the right route and... Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, but to go on with Wrexham, uh, they played against working, right? That's like like if you're working a job, that's that's the team name. So working against Wrexham, two to three, and notably, the the working team had a red card and they were down to down to ten men, um, ten working men. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, let's go on to some more quick hits um, from the weekend. Uh, we'll continue in the Premier League where we 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 see Everton went against Brentford um, on a tie 1-1. And again, Anthony Gordon, what a, what a player. All this uh, pressure on him and scoring such a quality goal. Great finish, great control um, all around. I would say a great performance from him. We'll see where he ends up at the end of the transfer window. Um, next, uh, Brighton versus Leeds, 1-0. And may I say, this Brighton team is a force to be reckoned with this this season. I don't know what it is about Gross just always finishing those chances and the coach just really getting them unified as a team. It's, it's, it's really, uh, you know... To see them play like that and competing against all these top teams and winning, it's it's great to see. So we'll see how far they finish. Chelsea and Leicester, 2-1. to one. Sterling, Sterling is on his brace and um, we see him finishing these chances. The same he did with uh, City. And Gallagher, I don't, I don't understand how you do that in a span of, what was it, 16 to 18 minutes? Two yellow cards sent off. Needs to get under control. Um, he's a great prospect, and hopefully we can see him back on the pitch, you know, level head. Um, Manchester City, Crystal Palace. What a game. 4-2, uh, to two, City came back from 2-0 down. Um, and their player, man of the match, Holland, his first hat-trick. And what's a hat-trick? Uh, quality all around. You could see on his second one. It was a training ground goal, you know, the passing in the box, the constant pressure, just City just turned it on. They they knew what they had to do, and Holland was their main attack, and what a comeback. Next, we move on to Liverpool and Bournemouth, and what can you really say but just the scoreline, 9-0. to zero. Um, Salah got some controversy on him. But if you look at the whole game in itself, he's... 
he's an important part of Liverpool's attack. He drags players in, which allows Trent to go in and do those quality crosses or like you saw him do, those strikes just banged one in. And, man, that guy has a freaking powerful shot. But, you know, it's just it's hard to see a team lose that much though with Bournemouth, you know, possibly getting relegated this year. They're just not there they're not cohesive as a team and they're real every after every goal you really just saw them sink deeper and deeper into this stage of of just not being together as a team but we'll see where Bournemouth ends up at its first four games of of the season and um it's just not looking good for them right now Next, we have Arsenal versus Fulham. And another comeback. Uh, Arsenal comeback this time. Uh, Mitrovic scores the first. And Mitrovic is just a monster. Uh, man on a mission this this season. Quite something to prove you can see by the, the way he's just dedicated to always winning the ball. Um, and just scoring. And the man is on good form. Um, and then Arsenal with Odegaard really just the center of their 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 attack and their passing abilities is through this man just his composure with his goal great goal um just being able to dribble between those players and just getting a shot off quickly great goal by Odegaard um next we have Villa versus West Ham you know just this West Ham win you can really see that they grunted through that game and went went through their just natural basic football instincts and just try to uh, try to get that win finally they scored um so hopefully they can keep that good run next we have wolverhampton and newcastle now i highly recommend you see the highlights for this game just for the goals because they were two screamers maximan and ruben neves both outside the box and just quality strikes from both of them Nottingham Forest and Tottenham, uh, another promoted team that spends too much and doesn't focus on what they already have and building on that. They'd just rather buy and now that they're in the Premier League to try to survive. But um, Tottenham with Conte, they they just picked them apart. Kane got a brace and um, let's see how they move on. Uh, but that's it with the Premier League. Let's move over to Serie A. We have Lazio versus Inter. And this is a pretty interesting one because of the goal celebrations. Um, Lazio had great goals, all, th- all three of their goals. Uh, Inter struggled. And um, Pedri, one of the goal scorers for Lazio, celebrated with an eagle. Um, so if you want to look up some pictures and some video of that, it's very interesting, as well as the goals. Um, but we move on to Juve and Roma. Jose's men possibly, you know, uh, a sleeping, sleeping dark horse uh, this season. We'll see how they perform. But Jose seems to to really have the whole city, uh, city's attention and, and really behind him. So as some people know that he used to be the coach for Manchester United. Um, but now that we see him with a club that actually support and back his decisions and and really make sure that he is the main the main man at the club and you know his ego as you can always see is 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 helpful because you know roma roma's doing a good job this season as well as last um so 
Jose's season two is always, uh, as we've seen in the past, a great season. So we'll see if we can uh, he can win any silverware. Next is uh, AC Milan and Bologna. And AC Milan and are playing and looking good. Uh, that green kit, I got to admit, it's a beautiful kit and might win kit of the season for me. Uh, but we go off to Ligue 1. Uh, 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 uh. And we got PSG versus Monaco. Great game over the weekend. Uh, 1-1. Monaco takes the first lead with uh, Volant. Great hold-up play and great strike. And we just see this reoccurring issue with Messi just hitting the post. I've never seen a player hit the post as much as he has. And we usually see him sink them. So it's, 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 <laughs> it's a little hard to see him always hitting the post. But we continue on with Messi's old league, La Liga, and some notable mentions, uh, Real Madrid and Espanyol, 3-1, to one. and Vinicius and Benzema, wow, what a duo, they're both, oh, <laughs> every time you look at the score sheet, you know it's going to be one of them on there, and they had some great goals last night, um, late drama, the keeper got a red card for Espanyol, and they've only had three substitutes up to that point of the game. So, um, you know, you would think that they would bring in the backup goalkeeper. But no, um, the captain decides to put on the gloves and uh, be between the posts. Benzema sinks it in on the, the bottom right corner. And <laughs> Real Madrid is on their way to another successful win for their season. Um, then we move on to Barcelona versus I hope I get this right. Valladolid and Barcelona 4-0. Great game from them. A lot of possession. Lewandowski has his brace. Man is on a mission this year. He has a point to prove. He said at the at the beginning of December that something has died inside of him. And he clearly looks to have reignited it at Barca. And he does have a lot of support, a lot of attacking support uh, with Rafinha and Dembele. And they're both notably right-handed players. They're right-sided players. And looking at this game, the difference of what Javi is trying to do here is you see Rafinha doing more crosses into Lewandowski. And he's, he's with the poacher he is and the finisher he is, he can head those in, you know, volley them in, whatever he can do. He has that quality. And then you see the quality of Dembele. Dembele likes to dribble in, bring those defenders to him, and then just pass it off or shoot. Uh, but if he does pass it off, it's it's a pass off to Lewandowski. So two players on the right side with their end product to be give it to Lewandowski. So we might be seeing a lot of goals from Wolewa. And let's see if he <laughs> outscored this Benzema this year. So uh, they have some great attacks, both Real Madrid and Barca. And um, maybe a good Clásico this season. So we'll see. Um, but we still have some games today. Atletico Madrid plays today on Monday. Um, so we'll see how that game turns out for them. And then we move on to the Bundesliga. And we had Bayern versus Borussia Mönchengladbach. I hope I said that right. <laughs> but um, you see Mane, um, he he scores a goal early in the game. And to me, it looks like he was onside. Um, you can clearly see the Bayern's coach was frustrated with the decision as well. Um, 
So hopefully Mane can get some justice later in the season from that. But he did not have a good game overall. He he had two great chances that were saved from the keeper. Um, so uh, hopefully Mane Mane comes back uh, from this. I think he will. You know he's he's a great player. He has a lot of quality at Bayern to help him out. So I I'm pretty sure he'll be back on his goal scoring form as well. And then. Hertha Berlin versus Dortmund, uh, just a 1-0 win for Dortmund. Um, usually we see a lot more from them, um, but they're just falling under the, their coach and just trying to trying to do their best this season. We'll see if there's anything that they can do with loss of Haaland. You can see that their lethal, I mean, their attack is just not as lethal as it was with him there. So we'll see if Dortmund can come back with this. They had um, their Ajax uh signing you know all prayers go to him hopefully he can he can beat this and uh come back from it because we'd love to see his quality in the bundesliga and see how he does because he did great and in ajax last year um so hopefully he can just uh come back from this and, and and really bring back that form but that brings us to the end of our 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 roundup for this weekend's games and some great games again if you want to see some of these highlights, just go onto YouTube and uh, just search the league, and you know every goal will be on there, and you can you can have yourself a great time. Um, but if you want us to do another comparison between these two clubs in the future, please send us your questions into the into the podcast, and uh, we can review them. We can talk about them. Um, if you if there's a different topic that you want to talk to uh, us about, of course, you know, like I said in the beginning, it's about anything and everything we talk about here on this podcast it's the same shit just a different day um so again i've been your host sacramento and catch you later guys